Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. I'm off today. It's a rainy day. I'm, I'm relaxed, you know? Yeah, I'm feeling I, low I'm, energy for Cocaine Bear, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have done some cocaine. Should have fought uh, a bear. That uh, hey, ha- hi, everybody. My name is David Bell. And my oh, name God. is Robert Cocaine Brockway. Oh yeah, and we just watched Cocaine Bear. You know, in the in the gay community, I believe we're known as Cocaine Bears. Bedek. Oh Jesus! What is that? Beth, we should go. Yeah, I brought a I brought a Coke and a bear to the podcast today, but neither are what you expect. Uh, listen, Robert, thank you for being on here. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, getting getting you to join me on this uh, discovery of cocaine bear. And before we get started, is there anything you want to tell the world? Uh, it can be a plug. It can it can just be like a series of noises. Uh, I'll uh, make a series of noises that turn into a plug. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm vlogging always uh, 1900hotdog.com. That's where me and Internet's Sean Baby and Lydia Bug and many others uh, write comedy. I know it's crazy. People still do that. Uh, I think it's pretty much just us. I think we're we're the last like fortress against the uh, the collapse of civilization here. Uh, yes. But we're still doing it. We're still writing comedy. And uh, we've got a podcast called The Dog Zone 9000. Two G's, two Z's, three zeros. Uh, no bullshit. Now yeah, there's mm. so much bullshit. That's a total lie. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Tons of bullshit. <laughs> and that's it. Right on. Yeah, I was just listening to your um, the Corey Feldman one. <laughs> yeah, the Corey uh, Feldman one was good, but it was rough. It was a hard it, one. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's fun to listen to. It seems rough for you guys, but you know, it's a breeze. It, it's you know how it is. It's your pain is our entertainment. Yeah, there was a minor revolt because we also do a, a bonus episode of the podcast only only for our patrons on Discord. You got to sign up for. But uh, we do a, a bonus podcast and there's a little break between. And I was so sure that it was going to be more Corey Feldman because he ha- Sean has so much Corey Feldman shit. He has like books right. by him. I was just I, I knew it was going to be that. And I was I was drawing the line. I was like, I'm not going to do more Corey Feldman shit. It's <laughs> like he was promising me. Uh, it's not i promise i didn't i wouldn't do that to you and i would not believe him and we had like a little fight Mm -hmm. (laughs) just but but he went ahead and it was not he was he was wise to not inflict further Corey. it was like two hours of Corey feldman which is way too much it's like doing an ed gein podcast it's hard on the soul you know yeah it's rough like it's not it's for anybody listening to this that has not listened to that episode it's not like oh i can't believe how awkward that guy is like 
No, he's a very bad person. It, it's about like his sex cult that he started and how he exploits these. It's he's like some of it's goofy and his music is terrible, which is you know hard to take. But right. also, just, just there's a lot of crimes. We had to talk yeah. about a lot of crimes. That feels like a, a par for the course for cult people, uh, where like there's always a silliness and then there's a darkness. Yeah. Uh, so people should check it out. But we're not here to talk about that cocaine bear. We're here <laughs> to talk about this cocaine bear, which is the the Elizabeth Banks directed cocaine bear. Uh, it's it's a nice 90, 95 minutes. Uh, it is a uh, horror comedy. What did you uh, think about this movie, Cocaine Bear? I loved Cocaine Bear. I Yay. really, I really dug it. I don't know how universal that experience is going to be. Uh, we'll have to dig into it, but it's for me. It was made for me and people like me. Yeah, I kind of feel the same thing. Um, I noted that it was ninety-five minutes, and that's uh, honestly a big part of me liking it. Is that this movie knew what it needed to be, and it was that thing. And I, I went and saw it. It's, it's. It's raining like mad in L.A. I went out. I, I, it was a nice little rainy day uh, adventure. Seeing Cocaine Bear. Just having a pleasant time, you know? Just just yeah. really enjoying my my experience with this movie about a bear just killing a lot of people. Yeah, it's not going to um, change your life or anything, but it was a good time. Like, I have this local theater by me that I... It's always empty, which is great for me because I don't like being around a lot of people. But uh, but Parkade Theater in, in Parkade Cinemas in Manchester, if anybody's around it, is right. the best goddamn theater I have ever seen. Uh, it's just, it hasn't, it's been perfectly maintained since I want to say like 1985, but never updated. So the whole interior of the theater and like the whole vibe is just, is very 1985, which is when right. this movie takes place. So it was, it was perfect. Just like this movie, it knows exactly what it wants, what people want it to be. Yeah, it's maybe uh, not for everybody, but what it does, it executes on just just perfectly. Right. This So this is the type of movie where my initial thought was for people to say like, eh, you can watch it on streaming, it's fine. But I kind of want people to see in theaters just because I want movies like this to succeed more uh, with the current like movie landscape, which is that uh, this is just kind of... <laughs> a grotesque comedy and when i say like there should be more movies like this i do want to make it clear i don't know i i don't know about you but i don't necessarily want this to f be followed by a bunch of movies of animals combined with drugs you know what heroin I mean? shark it's heroin yeah. shark he's he's real <laughs> he tired floats there. he's real sad he's not as much okay. fun it's more of a want... more of a think piece this yeah. one holy shit i really want heroin shark now <laughs> he just no, but they're already people. they're already making meth gator the asylum yeah, one so i saw I, I saw this and i immediately thought oh no this is the new like sharknado that you found right. like a formula and you're gonna drive it into the dirt because we're we're gonna get every apex predator on every kind of drug before asylum is done right and yeah my thought is like we're done we're good we have cocaine bear uh you mentioned sharknado and i don't I, I think Sharknado is going to be thought of a lot uh, with this movie, but you, do you agree with me that this doesn't feel like a Sharknado? Oh, no, no. Uh, Sharknado's the asylum thing. Sharknado's the yeah. ripoff of this. Like, it starts with a quality, you know, thing to rip off, and, and then they go nuts making, you know, ridiculous to the extremes. No, this was... This was done very well. This was executed very well. It was, it was written very well, again, for what it was. 
and yeah. uh, directed very well for what it was. And, uh, oh, for and sure. I want to go out and I'll say what it was. What it was, was a creature feature from 1995 to 2003. Like, yeah, it is absolutely wanna, of that era. I want to talk about that. Yeah. First of all, a uh, great cast. Uh, absolutely great cast. It got, um, uh, what's his name? Isaiah Whitlock from The Wire. Uh, Carrie Russell's there. O'Shea Jackson. Ray Liotta, of course. And many more. Uh, I thought the kids did good. Um, I thought I was really scared from the trailer that the humor was going to be really winky. Like, really, like, can you believe it? And it wasn't nearly as much as I thought it was going to be. It's a little it, winky. It's a little bit, but it's not as bad as I thought. And I definitely want to no. talk about uh, the tone of this movie and what it's trying to be. Because you mentioned, yeah, like a 90s movie. My only problem with that is those that genre. Are you thinking of like Lake Placid, Deep Blue Sea? Uh, I was actually thinking of Deep Rising was what it reminded me of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just Those, not not in terms of subject matter, but in terms of like structure and specifically pacing. The way they pace like between where it swings from horror to comedy. And then every right. time it gets like it gets wrapped up in the human stories. And then every time that seems to come to like kind of a stall. Here's right. the thing. Whatever the thing is, whether it's the big octopus, whether it's the bear doing cocaine you get just enough of the human stuff that when it flags, you hit with a new development in the, in like the creature. So that's, that to me is like the epitome deep rising is the epitome of, of like 95 to two early 2000 sometimes creature features, which I love. I mean, yeah. if only for nostalgia's sake for me. For sure. I just feel like that genre takes itself more seriously than this movie. Uh, but I haven't seen deep, deep rising in a minute uh so Watch deep rising oh it's so good oh i will oh I, I will immediately after this uh i mean that's a it's a terrific movie it's a treat williams mm-hmm. yeah and uh, i guess uh, i'm glad we're making this distinction instead of sharknado because i do think there's a question of like what makes this not sharknado uh i think the first p thing is that it actually has gore um even though the gore is often used kind of as a punchline i would say like, would you agree with that where it's like it, it has a little bit of horror elements, but this feels mostly like a comedy to me, like a gross comedy. Yeah, I would say it leans a little more on the comedy, but there were plenty of moments where they used gore to be shocking and uh, yeah. to like sell a horror moment. And I think they were actually I was surprised that they were effective at that. Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to actually be this gory. It's not be as brutal hugely as it was, gory, yeah. but there's definitely like a, I don't know, it, it, there's definitely like uh, when the guy is hunted in the tree, it's almost like him falling for the tree is like a punchline. You know what I mean? Where it, it, the gore is still kind of set up like a punchline. Where yeah, it's used, I mean, that's used as a punchline when it, like the specifically the moment, I know what you're talking about, when, it, when his yeah. corpse falls out of the tree, which this movie has a punchline uses a corpse falling out of a tree, which is great. And yeah. it, it works. Yeah. It lands. It got a laugh in the theater I was in. Uh, 100%. But the scene right before it works because the scene right before it was actually really brutal. Like it was just that guy being horrifically mauled and there was no yes. joke to it. It was just it was By an awful legs. scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they did that. I'm, I, again, I'm very happy that this didn't uh, shy away yeah, the, it went hard. It went hard gore. from the start. Like I, I, I was immediately. I had a picture of what this movie was going to be in my mind, or at least what I was afraid it was going to be. Yes, I had a lot of fears. 
Yeah, I went into it very reticent. I was thinking, this is going to be... They're going to try to either be way too jokey or they're going to try to be like a this is a true story. They're going to lean into that a little too much. Right. And either way, wouldn't have been right. Like it would have been boring or it would have been just cringeworthy. And, uh, yeah. But it goes hard from the start. Like, in a way... I'll just the kids. It has it has two thirteen year olds just eating mouthfuls of cocaine at the start. That, and you're like, oh okay, yeah, we're that's doing what this. did it for me. That was the part where I was like, oh yes, thank you, movie. Like that's okay. I, I we don't have to get into the plot too much because I think people know the plot from the trailer. But <laughs> yeah, the it's, bear uh, does cocaine is the plot. Yeah, it, I love how it starts with this fucking the guy is the epitome of a guy who would have bags of cocaine on this plane, like throwing them off the plane while doing like a little dance, doing a little dance karate specifically, <laughs> yeah. which is which so is it, which is great. It's exactly yeah. what he would do. And then he goes to jump off and knocks himself out. Uh, it's a very so this is based off of a true story the only true part of the story is that this man existed and died um, from what I read and that a bear ate a bunch of cocaine and immediately died yeah, yeah the real story <laughs> so, I love that the real story <laughs> that cocaine bears this amazing adventure of a bear that does cocaine and then you're like based on a true story and then you go to see the true story and it just died it's a lot more like what heroin shark would be yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was heroin shark I just love that this this is a this is a guy with like maybe a family and a whole life and this is how he's immortalized and uh I don't I personally I I would want to be immortalized this way. Yeah, I was going to say like, I don't know if he'd mind being like a 1985 uh cocaine smuggler at least if yeah. not, you know, dealer. He just uh, knocks himself out. You'd be a legend. I mean, he death. is a legend. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um and so yeah, all this cocaine gets thrown in the mountains. Is it Tennessee, I want to say? Or it's Georgia. Georgia. Uh, he lands. I think it's across like several borders because we see a bunch yeah. of Mississippi license plates, but then it starts in Tennessee. I think they. I think it's probably. I think you're probably right that it's Georgia. Yeah, and so um, it's basically uh, 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 several people who just happen to be in this woods while the bear ate cocaine. But the main plot, or that there's two kind of, is uh, this mom who goes looking for her kids who find the cocaine, who are talking about who eat the cocaine, um, and are just. It is a great idea is two kids who are now on cocaine having the most terrifying thing happen to them. <laughs> Which is to meet a bear that is also on cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's It's beautiful. And then there's the other plot, which is the O'Shea Jackson and uh, Han Solo. And they're like drug dealers. One of them, his, he, he's just lost his wife, I want to say. Uh, he is like extremely sad. Uh, and so like there's an arc forming here basically which i liked which is why this is sharknado to me is that there's actually like some like there's enough here for the characters that they knew to make like a like an actual movie yeah it's there's not a great, just like a love a great story balance. or something there's yeah a great balance there and i think i think that's why i think that it's how they use the cocaine bear that like right. keeps it going which is that every they have it as a device and they remember it. And I guess that's what I was afraid they wouldn't do. Yes. Uh, which is every time, you know, one of their scenes gets to the point where it's a logical wrap up instead of when we just cut away or whatever, it can be punctuated with cocaine bear. And often it is at least often enough to keep the movie moving, which is for sure all I really ask. 
Oh yeah. I guess what I wanted to, uh, okay. So I have a question. Did you know who was going to die while watching this? At first, absolutely not because they, they set up a lot of colorful characters that, uh, that you're like, Oh, okay. I get where we're going with this and then butcher them horribly. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. That's what I wanted to mention is I thought that was very cool of them that like the ranger and stuff, they introduced like these romantic arcs that then just, they cut, they cut them off. Yeah. They're just brutally mauled to death by a cocaine bear. Like I thought those were, I thought that was our main posse for like that, that, mm-hmm. that plot arc, the mom's plot arc. I thought it was going to be the ranger and her love interest. She's the third wheel. And we're going to go out there. But no, they're just, I, I guess we're going into spoilers. They're just brutally killed. Almost immediately. But after after a good amount of setup to where you're like, okay, I'd like to see where these characters go. They go straight to the grave is the answer. They go straight to Yeah. Uh, uh, spoilers across the board. Like I would say the the um like the formula is like you have that first couple at the beginning, right? And they die. That's like the equivalent of the woman at the beginning of Jaws, right? Yeah, it's your cold open kill. That's right. And so what kind of made this magical is then you introduce the ranger and you think oh is this our chief brody so it's the equivalent of if brody just got horribly because they they do this thing also where she gets mauled a few times she survives and so you think like oh, okay this is going to be a major character and then she <laughs> dies so unceremoniously by splattering on the road she dies it's, many times. You're like, oh, okay, she's dead. No, she's still back. Yeah. And you, you're sure that those teases mean this is one of our main characters. But then no, no she yeah. just gets splattered like halfway through the movie. Right. Which I, I do wish like the trailer kind of spoiled that one because they show the, uh, the ambulance trace, chase. But like without that, that was, that was pretty fun. It was, a, it was a fun idea. Like I like this idea of a, a, a bunch of characters sort of all like coming to this park for different reasons uh and it all intersecting my favorite arc is of course the cop who just has a dog that he doesn't want <laughs> like he orders a dog and it's like a little shih tzu and his arc is basically like i don't really want this dog <laughs> this dog is disappointing <laughs> and then and then he like sort of warms up to the dog when he has someone uh babysit it and then he dies. <laughs> and that's he dies, his journey. He dies thinking about the dog. Yeah. Uh, how much he was actually really liked that dog. You know, like, that's, a, that's a good arc for a cocaine bear. That's enough. Yeah. And then the dog goes to the, the guy who's like uh, the criminal who's heartbroken. I liked... See, I liked the inclusion of somebody very, very sad. Because that's yeah. the opposite of what you would think would belong in this movie. It's like, cocaine bear, he has an enemy. Who is it? It's somebody that's real, real sad. Yeah, he's just he's just like depressed in a very realistic way because he lost someone close to him. And uh, like it doesn't get fixed. He stays sad throughout the movie. Like he's sad and he has to fight Cocaine Bear. Right. No, they had a lot of fun with that. I, I guess, so it's tough because I do think this movie should have been 90 minutes, right? Like that's a good instinct for them. But... I kind of want more cocaine bear and I don't want to do that at the expense of like, I liked the thing where like, so going through the plot, they they basically, so every, you know, the kids are going into the, um, this, uh, mountain with the cocaine bear. The mother goes after him. The Rangers looking for them. 
she has a like another ranger that she really wants to fuck uh that this mom is clearly like ruining the the mood uh, meanwhile these drug dealers are going because ray Liotta, the head drug dealer is like you have to get that cocaine back they're gonna kill us so this uh, o'shea jackson who's still like gung-ho and then we have um i'm uh, i don't know the character the actor's name han solo he's han solo not harrison ford though the other one um he's the one who's like his heart's not really into it anymore uh and and so they go to find the drugs and sure enough ray Liotta, uh falls behind when he doesn't feel like they're getting the job done and so like oh yeah and then they they run into like three dirtbag kids in the bathroom and they have a fight and like i love the thing where o'shea jackson just keeps getting stabbed or hurt in some sort of stupid way at one point he gets his fingers shot off but they're like weirdly not next to each other which i liked <laughs> yeah the little it's the little moments like that that landed the comedy more than like the big the big punchlines was just when he gets he reaches for his gun and he gets his fingers shot off and he looks at his hand and it's it's like two fingers that aren't adjacent and everybody has to stop and be like but why those two fingers how did that right. happen like <laughs> that's such a great moment to pause and appreciate and the, the movie's full of just little things like that that i think I think it's a it's a dumb movie. It's a B movie, and it is done by people that actually love dumb movies and B movies in a smart and solid way. Mm-hmm. Now, I do have uh, I do have some notes. Some some I wouldn't call them criticisms. Some feed- we have a little feedback for feedback. Cocaine do you Bear. have Do you have feedback? Do you have feedback on on this movie? Yeah, but I'm 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 so of two minds of it. Like I thought. Well, I thought the pacing was great and that they used, like, I, like I've said, that they used Cocaine Bear really well to move things along. But, and, and it's totally within the guidelines of like 90s to early 2000s B-movie creature features to have a set of rules that go with it. To have like, here's the creature, here is... Here is what the creature wants. Here is the creature's weakness. Here is the creature's superpower. And you, you got to like balance that and manipulate those things. And it's, it's very elegant that in Cocaine Bear, all of those things are cocaine. Like the, the yes, bear wants cocaine. It's spinach too. Yeah, the bear wants cocaine. The bear is definitely superpowered. Just overclocked bear by the cocaine. Yes. <laughs> but it's also the bear's weakness because it really wants the cocaine and will drop anything else to go get more cocaine and you can knock right. it out with enough cocaine. But like it gets a little repetitive that you always know, well, you have one of three things that's going to happen. They're all cocaine. <laughs> all right. three things that can happen at the end of this scene are cocaine yeah. based. And so it gets like I could have used a little more variety. Right. Like I was saying, I want more bear, but I think this is the reason why there wasn't and why they focused on like, because there's other drama in this, right? There's like a few standoffs. There's yeah, a few like non sequitur fights between the characters. Uh, and it's all kind of just you're waiting for cocaine bear to show up. But you're right. Is that like, OK, you have this bear and cocaine. What more can you do? Right. And um and cocaine I, bear does a lot of cocaine. Like does if you, a lot of cocaine. If you like me were going into cocaine bear worried that the bear would only do a small amount of cocaine or maybe only do cocaine once, this no, bear does cocaine so much throughout the entire does, movie. Yeah, it does a lot of cocaine. Just eats uh, kilos and kilos of cocaine, and each time it gets fucking super powered and just 
Popeyes right. through that forest. There was a promise that happens in the cold open that I wish they kind of stuck to a little more because I don't think they did nearly enough, which is the first, uh, it's the, like we said, this couple getting eaten um, or rather one of them gets eaten by the cocaine bear. And then they have the bear pop into frame and it's covered in blood and it roars and it says cocaine bear. And then it says a sees a butterfly and like kind of gets distracted by the butterfly. And I honestly thought there was going to be more of that. And what I mean by that is that the bear is on cocaine. So therefore the bear, like I wanted it to be more erratic, like honestly, in a way that might like, if you had done this as a horror movie more would be kind of freaky where it's the idea that the bear is truly unpredictable in a way where you like, you don't know if it's going to kill you or not. And they do it in one scene, the scene where it passes out on the guy. Yeah, uh, but they, do it a, well, they do it a couple times. They do it where the bear passes out on the guy. And before that, when it when it first or maybe after that, when they when they give it the cocaine, it does this adorable like back scoot. Like it just gets yes. on so much cocaine that it starts scooting on its back towards them. Yeah. Like and that's blue. like that was really that was a really good moment where it was a- adorable, but it was also like, oh, shit, you need to get away. Yeah. <laughs> for sure well um, yeah i could have used more of that i know what you're talking about yeah and i think what we're circling because i i have another note on this um but it, i think it's circling the same thing which is again we we like this film i i definitely like this film it's that the premise is of is kind of a challenge and i think it's mo- mainly a challenge when they also i'm guessing did not have much of a budget uh Thank i haven't you. looked up the budget but I I just I have to assume they didn't you know like a studio isn't going to spend that much money on cocaine bear uh like it looked fine but it definitely like even the the bear itself it's like we're not getting fucking top of the line right yeah the bear is CGI and it's it's fine it didn't take me out of it like they did a good enough job that you're like oh. Yeah, and it should be CGI. Yeah. I don't want them getting a real bear involved. Its yeah, budget was thirty to thirty-five million. Uh, that's more than I thought. But I guess yeah, yeah, the CGI would take a really good chunk of that. Because that bear, the bear—that's another worry I had going into it—is often you get a premise like this, and then you don't have the budget or just the means to get the bear in there very often. Right. So it's you know overpromised. But the bear is there throughout the movie, and it does so much cocaine. You got oh, yeah. so much. It no, yeah, it definitely does cocaine. That's I I think I th- yeah, I think we can be sure about that. And and the audience, the people listening can rest assured there will be cocaine being de- that's like the sorry, like I expected a bear to do cocaine uh, as we mentioned. I didn't expect children to do cocaine and I can't express how delightful that is. Yeah, I wish more that kids did cocaine. So so early lets you know that like the rules you think are going to happen. This is not that kind of movie. Right. So when they actually do it. Yeah. Here's my note. My main note. Ooh, sorry. I just thought of another note, but this is not the movie's fault. Neither of these notes are the movie's fault because of the budget. I think they firmly needed to be in the woods. I think they didn't have much for locations. Um, and I think what we were talking about with the repetitiveness, uh, my big note is that I don't, it never really escalates the film. Like you think of these creature features we were talking about. Um, they always have to kind of escalate to some extent, right? Yeah. Uh, 
and so the way this ends and uh, the other thing that they did and i don't i know why they did this is you by the time you get to the halfway point you realize the star of the movie is the cocaine bear right that's the protagonist and yeah. so you realize pretty quickly like this bear isn't gonna die and in fact when they do a fake out of the bear dying uh the audience uh, i was in was like oh no you know <laughs> like no one wanted the bear to die and they they knew that yeah they give the bear very skillfully they give the bear just enough moments of like cuteness of, yeah. of like the back scooch thing which is both terrifying and cute and then they they also gave it like there's a scene where she's uh the the ranger that gets you know that dies about halfway through is like hiding in her in her ranger shack and she thinks the bear is outside and is the bear outside and she has this other guy one of the dirtbag kids open the door and then cocaine bear's there but it's just like sitting on its back in a kind of winnie the pooh way and it's got I want to say it's sort of a bear smile on its face. Like, it's not there to kill them. It's just like, I want the cocaine that's in there. Right. What, what are we doing here? And, and that's a very adorable moment that you realize, well, maybe not. You don't realize it at the moment that, like, this, is, this has endeared the bear to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They wanted us to love the bear. And then they introduced that the bear has cubs. And the moment the cubs show up, you know, like, okay, the bear's not dying. The bear's the hero. Yeah, they and did so, that big musical swell when you're supposed to think the bear died, and the yeah. kids are like, <laughs> the kids are Lion King style, just no, no, my cocaine bear mother. But yeah. also the 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 cubs are way into cocaine. Yes, uh, <laughs> you're right. There's actually more than two kids do cocaine in this. If you count the bear cubs, yeah, the bear kids, all the kids in this movie, every child in this movie does cocaine. It's amazing. I love that. Um, so what I'm getting at is because the bear isn't supposed to be the villain they make ray Liotta the villain and he's oddly insistent on getting the cocaine to the point that he's pointing guns at everybody and then the bear sort of comes at the end as the hero and the big the big like climactic scene is just that like carrie russell and the kids have to jump into the water with the drug dealers and then um ray Liotta gets eaten alive and it's it's satisfying but i do feel like it should have escalated more and i do feel like Part of the problem is that because the cocaine bear had to be, you know, and for, I, I, I agree with this, couldn't die and couldn't really be the villain. I think they missed out on opportunity for the characters to sort of bond a little more. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of wanted this to be like, like a Riddick or something like that, where it's a group of strangers who are all from different walks of life. Like I wanted to see like Ray Liotta, protecting these kids or bonding you know what i mean where it's like these dirt bags and this woman and these kids all having to like deal with the cocaine bear i yeah, and don't there's really the cop and like there could have been a little more there i yeah, they don't really it, connect up like their storylines they're just never even really in the same place that often or for that long yeah they they are very they have all of these arcs and they they run just fine but yeah they don't they do yeah, intersect, was, but they don't intersect for very long. And when they are, they just don't, they don't interact very much. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for something there. Because they're setting up stuff where the kids do cocaine and then they feel guilty about it. And then they're going to meet these other cocaine people. And like, I thought there'd be an interesting connection there or something. Um, and on top of that, I just thought it would escalate more. One idea being that it would be amazing, I think, is in order to fight a cocaine bear you have to become a cocaine bear and they have a character who also starts doing cocaine 
to fight off the cocaine bear. Yeah, I had that same thought of like somebody like as soon as you saw the bear doing so much cocaine and then there were drug dealers in there, I thought the sad guy was going to get way amped on coke and like Yeah. just go fucking ham on the bear. Like right, you must think, you must become the bear. I think there's a way to do that without like um comp- like without killing the bear. And in fact, what I end it with him living with the bear? Like because that's the other thing is I think this movie is so fucking it's weird that like I wouldn't have cared if it got borderline abstract or surreal with its plot. Like I wouldn't have minded it going completely off the rails. Yeah, uh, and, and which they did. I mean, the it went completely yeah. off the rails from the story because the story is Bear Does Cocaine Dies. Yeah, the story so, is off the rails. Yeah. So if we're already this far from reality, yeah, it's probably fine. Yeah, I just like my note for it was like, I wish there was like a nut. It went up a, another notch. And like ways to do that is you think about monster movies and how those handle it. Um, so like uh, <laughs> uh, Lake Placid, they introduce a second gator. Not well, not well. That movie is not good. Uh, Deep Blue Sea, they have to they get to the surface and there's multiple sharks they're dealing with there. Uh, Jaws, like the boat sinking, new new complications. I th- I think I just needed like like I I like if a second cocaine bear showed up. Yeah, that's or like what I was a just cocaine. Thinking. Yeah, or a cocaine mountain lion that like cocaine bear then has to fight. It becomes like a Godzilla situation <laughs> where suddenly we like cocaine bear because cocaine mountain lion is pe- terrible. Well, save something for the sequel. Writing all yeah. of this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, sure. I know what you mean, and that that's kind of what I expected when they were going in the cave and they you know when they first saw the that that, that there's something moving there and it's they see the bag. I was like, yeah. oh, shit, this is a whole, like, pack of cocaine bears. Yeah. And then it was just the cubs, which is, which is, it's an escalation in a way in that if you're near a bear's cubs, it's even more serious. But I would argue it was already fully escalated, like, because now if you're near cocaine bear, cocaine bear is going to kill you anyway. It doesn't matter that the cubs are there for the human characters. That doesn't escalate stakes for them. Right. Because the, the stakes were already, like, if that bear sees us, we're going to fucking die. Right, exactly. Yeah, the cubs don't make it. Like, yeah, it's a little more angry because you're fucking with its cubs. And I know they brought that in so that, like, I think they did that so that Ray Liotta could distract. You know, like, once the Ray Liotta is shitty to the bear, you know exactly what's going to happen. I think uh, it was it, just to sell that, that, yes, in case you haven't gotten it by now, the bear is your main character. You should be rooting for the bear. Like, that's... Yeah. if you. I think everybody got it, but if you hadn't, when the Cubs show up, you're like, okay, yeah, I get who I'm rooting for now. Yeah. It's like Jason Voorhees or any other slasher. If they, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like Friday the 13th. If we went back to Jason's cabin, there were a bunch of little Jasons there. You're like, oh, little babies. (laughs) He pooped those out. Little tiny, like three inch machetes. He has his mother's head. That's the same way where you're like, oh, it's got that little... His little, his, his, his mother, mother corpse. He loves um, his mom, just like me. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, that's my general, it, like, and it, if it meant tacking on another 10 minutes, so be it to this film, because I just think it, it needed one more beat, See, one I more think, like escalation. I think, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree that it needed one more beat, one more escalation. I just think. It, it escalated, it didn't escalate in the right way or quite enough because it starts off at maximum cocaine. Like the bear, the very right. first time you see the bear, it's on as much cocaine as it will be 
arguably more because when you first see the bear it doesn't just kill the hikers they're they're watching it and it's getting really into like scratching a tree and rubbing itself and they're like oh how cute and then it goes to the other tree and just starts fucking headbutting it until it starts bleeding and they're like uh oh shit right and so the bear is already like on so much coke that's the most coke the bear is going to be on it will never be on more coke than that throughout the movie so it would have been interesting to like see just the threat of a bear to see the threat of the bear like when it first gets the cocaine to see the bear get like addicted to the cocaine to realize that moment of like oh shit that bear wants this cocaine that i'm holding right. right now but the bear has already established all of that before we even open the movie the bear is right. fully coked out and i think mm-hmm. if you started and showed us that moment like those those few moments as it escalates that by the halfway point, you can have the bear fully coked out. You can still have all these huge set pieces and crazy antics and have have felt like you built something yeah, a little more. I can see what you're saying. I got a pitch for you, though. All right. What if we did uh, a Lost World ending? And what I mean by that is, like, they get away from the bear. And, in fact, they recover, like, the cops recover the cocaine or something. And then we cut to the city. And they got the cocaine in the lockup. And guess who shows up for the cocaine? <laughs> But I don't think they had the budget for that. Like, I, I guarantee that was actually even might have been something again. they considered. Yeah, you're right. But like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I do still think there could have been a beat where like they're in town and yeah. in, like there's just a massacre of, uh, of this fucking bear. I guess the problem is the more you raise the stakes, the more guns are around like that. And then the bear isn't really that much of a problem. If everybody well, that's has- why you need a family of cocaine bears, which yes is set up it is set up for there to be legacy generational cocaine bears coming along so there could be in a sequel like it i would love it if it went to the city and realized that it's like 1985 and fucking cocaine is everywhere like (laughs) it doesn't even have to go to the lockup like there's just every bar every disco every like they're back in an alley cocaine bear goes to hollywood that's what the sequel should be cocaine bears cocaine bears go to hollywood yeah yeah, do the al- the aliens method, just cocaine bears. Yeah, just more. Yeah. More Fuck. and you got to you got to go got to go somewhere where uh their source of power is. Yeah. That's how you escalate. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks, you did a great job, but uh if you need us. Right, we're here. <laughs> we're we're here if you need cocaine bears. No, this uh yeah. Uh but despite all this, this was a delight. It really was. Um yeah, I, I loved I loved the ending. I loved that it set up that it paid off all of these things and then okay, I should amend this. I loved the first ending because this movie ends like five times. Yeah, uh, that's but true. the first the first ending where we just cut we, we wrap up all the human arcs and then we cut to Cocaine Bear just like writhing on a rock with its cubs. Oh yeah. Like, is it you're like, oh, is it just like hanging out? But then it starts writhing in a way that you're like, oh no, this bear is still fucked. And then kind of looks at the people that are recording it. You're like, yeah, that bear's got yeah. some. <laughs> I love the implication that the bear has stashed cocaine. It is now oh, yeah. budgeting cocaine. Right, because they end with like, to this day, no one has found the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, they, the ending text scroll is like, no cocaine was ever recovered. And then they show the bear still being a fucking total freak. So the implication right. is the bear has found all of the cocaine and is like dishing it out carefully, just doing a line or two, you know, to keep the shakes at bay. Yeah. Raise, raising the kids on the cocaine, because it's implied the kids are all coked out too when they're yeah. a little more grown up. And the, yeah, they are going to need more cocaine eventually. Eventually. Even, even with the careful stockpiling that that bear is doing. Yeah. It's going to run out of coke someday. 
A hundred percent. That's the problem with cocaine. That is that like, that's why you do like, you really shouldn't do cocaine because you're going to run out of it and then you need to get more. And it's a whole, it's a whole problem, you know, unless you're rich. Sucking dick for Coke. Yeah. Only only it's a bear. Nobody wants that. Yeah. But like, holy shit. Now I really want like Hollywood Hills cocaine bears. Yeah. Go Um, somewhere where there's just cocaine fucking everywhere rather than still in the eighties. Oh man. Yeah, this that, has to be in the 80s. Yeah, oh yeah. No, this it, I mean this is based off a story from the 80s, but it's also a perfect time to set this. Um you I I forgot about the post-credit stuff cuz they like follow that like that one of the teen dirtbags and I was like I don't care about this character. Yeah, at I forgot all. that guy existed. We're done. <laughs> yeah. We're done with that guy. Yeah. Uh no like, need. Like he could have made me care a little more about the dirtbag teens. That could have been an, an interesting foil to a few things. So maybe they were were taken out of the equation a little too early but also for him to survive to the end and they there was what were there like three uh, post credit scenes i was like okay right i was like I, I was like i have to pee like can you can you stop you're also, not also i just don't i don't think you earned like legacy endings i don't think we need yeah. to we need to follow the closure of this like it's an eight it's an it's a movie set in the 80s it's going kind of 80s style just do the just do the text crawl give me the yeah the, he uh he went on to become a lawyer right yeah freeze frame text scroll that would have been freeze, pretty cool freeze frame text updates is the way to go on that yeah that man that yeah that that's the one th- this isn't shot like an 80s movie but it's also not trying to be uh it just takes place in the 80s and i think it captured the 80s well enough um ray i like the ray Liotta in that weird like you know mall food court and i love that he just hates the kid he's <laughs> looking after as well it's kind uh, of a theme like everybody seems to kind of hate, hate kids. The, the the people that they are supposed to care for right like he hates he hates his own kid and he hates like his kid's kid and then the 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 father his kids his kid Ray Liotta's kid is the is the very sad man whose wife has died and it's established early that he hasn't seen his own child in weeks because he just like can't bear to to deal with it so I think cocaine bear this is uh, this is another note. I think Cocaine Bear is trying to set up some emotional, not emotional, some thematic like things right. that uh, that I don't think it got to. No, because he never goes back to his kid, does he? Yeah, he just, just gets the dog. <laughs> he gets the dog, and you're like, wait, but you had a kid. You were supposed to go back to the kid. Like you, right. we we fucked up the whole theme here. That's that is really weird. If it was I, somebody I, tried to use cocaine bear to like talk about grief or something or like no, yeah I, no i get the vibe uh that again for budget reasons or whatnot like i just get the vibe that this is different than the script and yeah. it's not anybody's fault necessarily because again i do think it might have escalated more at the end too like it just if if anybody's whoever's writing this they're not gonna i i think like I think they made cuts based off their budget and time. Like, yeah, I, I think, think there was some, there was a lot to. of studio notes that were, I mean, I mean, maybe fair because you have to have this fucking CGI bear in every scene. So, right. And Elizabeth Banks in interviews was saying like, this could end my career. And I, I think that's <laughs> hyperbole, but I think she's probably saying that because the studio was probably a nightmare to her while she yeah. was making this. And she got that feeling of like, Jesus, they're really concerned. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they did a lot of cuts and like they were got really concerned about like you know why are we showing kids do cocaine we can't have that you know 
Imagine um, having to fight. I, I would argue you're right to fight for that scene, but imagine having to fight for that scene because right. you know that happened. But that scene alone is why I'm like, we need more of this. Like this movie's not, again, it's not amazing. I had a lot of fun watching it. It's, it's chill. I'll watch it again. It's, it's a fun movie. It's just that to have a movie that does something like that, that's weird and like, yeah, you probably had to fight for. Uh, I just, it's a good, it's, these kids doing cocaine, good direction for film. As someone who hopes to write movies myself, it's like, yeah, let's do weird. Let's do weird and dark. Let's, let's explore uh, ideas that studios are uncomfortable with. Because we've gotten to a point where studios have more power, I would say, than they should. And I do think, yeah, this struggled probably because of that reason, but I'm just guessing. Uh, so sir, it's just, sir, excuse me. The children need to do cocaine they first They need thing. to do cocaine, yes. <laughs> sir, I, no, I am walking from this project if those 13-year-old yeah. kids do not eat a mouthful of cocaine in the yeah. first 10 minutes. And let me tell you another thing. On set, real cocaine. It has to be <laughs> real throughout. cocaine. That, that was would really be amazing. Yoda. Ray Liotta was on set. He yeah. would not stand for it. He brought it. <laughs> he brought the cocaine. He's like, I got amazing. all that cocaine you need. And they're like, holy shit, Ray Liotta. We were going to use powder. And he was like, yeah, I know you were going to use fucking powder. That's why I brought this cocaine. It's Samuel oh, L. Jackson amazing. with snakes on a plane. He's in there like, no, it's called cocaine bear. And I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking holy of shit. Uh, cocaine bear. And the very end is it says dedicated to the memory of Ray Liotta, and that's the most appropriate thing I've ever seen. 100%. I love Ray Liotta. I'm sad he's gone. He'd be oh, he's me too. fucking great. He's fucking was, great in everything. This was his last film, and I have no notes. Like I'm no. like if, yeah, perfect, perfect. I hundred percent would want to go out like that. If like if yeah. I went out and my last film was Cocaine Bear, and the last the very last scene of Cocaine Bear was dedicated to the memory of Robert Brockway. Yep. My my fucking ghost would get hard. I would just yes. I would come back. Would oh, he's come getting back high fives. It. He's getting high fives in the afterlife. His last yeah. scene is getting his guts eaten out by bears on cocaine. <laughs> like multiple by three bears on yeah. cocaine. It's fucking. He's been he's been in the business for how long? Like it, it's just it's perfect ending. He's done. I'm looking it up. A hundred over a hundred and twenty films. And cocaine <laughs> bear is uh. And that's the, that's the, it's not a period at the end. It's an exclamation point at the end of the yep. sentence. That is Ray Liotta. Fucking Ray Liotta. Yep. I read the, Start to the, finish. the trivia was saying that like the, literally a week before he died, he was doing like ADR for this movie. And Elizabeth Banks said he liked the look of the cocaine bear. That was the last conversation they had. <laughs> I love this bear. This bear, this bear rule. Could you yeah. put, could you put my glasses in the movie on the bear? Yeah. Yes, the only way. Get better. It really is like one of the best uses of Ray Liotta. Um, <laughs> it's a shame nobody made this movie earlier in his career so that he could show up in the sequels. He would yeah. be, he would be like the uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm spacing on his name. The other, the guy that keeps showing up in Tremors when none of the rest of the cast does. Oh, um, fuck! I watched all the Tremors and I need to remember his name. Yeah, he plays Bert too. Yeah, but I, I'm blanking on the actor's name. Is it anyway. Michael Gross? I want to say he, that's his. Oh, he I'm, would be. He would be that guy. If if this was 20 years ago, Ray Liotta would would at least show up to take a quick role in each to like tie the cocaine bear universe together. Yeah, I was right. It's Michael Gross. He would be the guy who does the cocaine to fight the cocaine bear. Like he would. Like uh, of course he would. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, they, he would have his redemption moment. You know what? 
Yeah, you know what we should have had? We should have had a cocaine bear every decade of Ray Liotta's career. And he's just, it, it's like real time, just checking in with him. He, this, he should be like the chief Brody, you know? Like just always dealing with the cocaine bear. Towards the end, you gotta, you gotta reconcile with cocaine bear. Like just, mm-hmm. it's, we're the only constant in each other's life. I, yeah. I think I love you, cocaine bear. Yeah, he'd become the cocaine bear, ultimately. Maybe it could be like a, I don't know, like there could be time travel. Fuck, they should have time travel. <laughs> just even, just within the bear's head, the bear thinks it's time travel. You do enough cocaine, you'll think it's time That's travel. True. That's very true. Uh, I yeah. loved one. Okay, here's my last like attempt to sell people in the movie using a very small moment. Okay. They know exactly what it is. So everybody throughout the movie calls the bear cocaine bear like that's its name like we've been doing the whole time because you can't help it everybody's like where's cocaine bear have you seen cocaine bear that's its name and everybody instantly knows that yeah i read that the this was the working title and then when there was time to like get a real title they realized like there's nothing else to call this. <laughs> Do you know how many times they say cocaine bear in the movie? Like that's, I, I would believe you if you told me none of those were in the script and that every one of the kids and the actors were just, <laughs> just like, where's the cocaine bear? Cut, right. the line is just, where's the bear? But it, it could be any bear. We're talking about the cocaine bear specifically. Yeah. It's like Poochie. Because it's true. Every character is, when the cocaine bear isn't there, they're like, where's cocaine bear? Where's, where's, where is Because that, that is the question you'd be asking if you knew there was a cocaine bear in the woods. Yeah. Can't, get a, can't get away from the cocaine bear in the room. You gotta yeah. talk about it. You gotta keep talking about that cocaine bear. Ah. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, fun movie. I would. I would take... I would take a lot more movies like this and I would love go see it in the theater if you're if you're entertaining it. It's not, yeah. you know, a Marvel did, movie that's going to blast you away with special effects, but it's such a good time. It's such a good time this, to see. Yeah, yeah, did you see it in a crowded theater? Because uh, the only thing was like because it was like it was like flood warnings when I saw it. So no one was fucking in theaters seeing Cocaine Bear in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, no, I I got but I got a weird scenario where like this was the first day the theater had it and they hadn't even put it up on the marquee or anything yet, so nobody knew it was there. And still uh, there was there was, you know, five or six other people in the theater with me who were just like coming out to see something and decided on cocaine bear. But yeah, it was it was the first day, so they hadn't had anything up for it. I'm hoping I hope it does a decent trade, because I I think Elizabeth I, Banks handled this shockingly well surprisingly well like this was way more competent than i thought and a way better time i want this to beat ant-man in its second weekend and (laughs) and, fucking wonderful yeah and and nothing directly against ant-man a movie i did not care for but uh it's more of just like i want that message to be sent i want people to uh to know like i want uh mr hollywood to see these numbers and go okay we need like to so- do more cocaine bears. I understand. Got it. Mm-hmm. I um, Yeah, like uh, I saw the first Ant-Man. I had a good enough time with it, but I was also like, I never need to see anything from that universe again. Right. But I, if, if competently handled by like Elizabeth Banks and stuff, I would see another cocaine pair. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, th- I, I want to note because I saw the Charlie's Angels movie she directed. I thought that was good. Um, I, uh, I'm looking at her stuff. Apparently she did Pitch Perfect 2, did not see. I did at some point uh, see her segment in movie 43 that she directed. I can't tell you anything about oh, it. Oh, no. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of hoping she's like a George Clooney where we just get an acting uh, and uh, directing career. 
because the next thing she's doing is called The Greater Good, which is described as a single camera comedy uh, comedic version of The X-Files. <laughs> and I, I'm okay. like, all right, let's, yeah, yeah, all let's right. do it. Again, like it's it's just like with Cocaine Bear. Immediately that fills me with fear or I'm like, oh, that could be very, very bad if yep. not handled well. But it could be it could be a fucking great time if, if handled well. And yeah. she she seems to to like and is very good at those tricky concepts. I just yeah, I like that between this and Charlie's Angels, she's choosing like honestly some really weird fucking projects to to start off with um yeah what like, is her passion what are, what are you exactly what, and what is I the guiding moment that. of your career what is what is your goal because i can't I think, pin it down i think her goal might be just like i can i'll direct anything i like sh- i'm gonna show you i can direct any type of movie and i'm just gonna do it um i want her to do like a horror movie that would be fun uh i mean this was this was halfway to horror oh like, yeah the, yeah. the horror you, moments in this sold horror pretty well it did there wasn't many i would say like the even the part where he finds him like uh in the closet, he still does like the comedic thing where he closes the door after opening it. You know what I mean? Like there's Yeah, that wasn't really a horror moment, but there's there's I a would, few. It it's to me it's more like there were horror shots. Like there were parts where I'm like, "Ooh, that could, you know, you could make a horror sequence out of it." But I'm sure you're like me where you're so desensitized that it's hard to tell what's scary. Uh, yeah, I I recognize horror now by by the structure more than like the reaction, right? And by by the intent, like if they mean for it to be scary and then execute it very well, I'm like, yeah, that's that. Because yeah. the not nothing has scared me, and I'm dead inside. I'm completely dead inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Every now and then, something will still freak me out, but generally, it's it's hard. I need to bring. I need to like rent a child and bring them into the horror movies to see like what scares the kid you know what i mean so i know yeah, but that would also scary. be fun i gotta see more like horror movies in in an audience that isn't necessarily horror based i i seeing the reaction is, is so much fun like i i don't get scared at all by like horror games anymore but if i play them and i and i do save them so that my wife can watch me play because she can't play them she's gets too scared oh yeah and she'll like jump and react and stuff for me. Um, and then I have this vicarious fun, like somebody like watching a kid on Christmas. Like this does nothing for my dead and withered soul. But if you if you have a lot of fun, that's something. You know, what's funny is most horror movies like it's been a very long time since a horror movie has scared me, um, but they do happen. But horror games, I can't handle. I don't know. I think it's just that I have to interact with it. Like I play the game. Uh, for whatever reason, horror games they've always work on me. Huh. Uh, it's it's yeah, I feel no, those went out at the same time. Got same desensitized. Same with yeah. books. Like I I love I still love it. I'm still like deep in the genre. I, I watch horror and read horror and play horror games all the time because I I just it's it's kind of comforting to me and I I enjoy watching it executed very well and very skillfully. But it right. does not have that. It hasn't had that visceral reaction on me for. Many, you're many gonna, years. You're going to keep looking. It's like, it's much like doing cocaine. You do, you, you know, the first couple of times you're having a great time and then you just find yourself doing it regularly because that's what you do. But you're always looking for that first time. You're always hoping, you know, just Horror. up in the, up in the, amount. not even once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, shit. I, I have no more thoughts on cocaine bear. What about you? Yeah, I was, I told my wife before we started doing this podcast, uh, 
if I can't talk for more than an hour about Cocaine Bear, I can talk for like exactly an hour about yeah. Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah, well, this, that's is, it. this is one of those movies where it's like, it was good. I had fun. If I, if like I'd ideally not do a podcast about it, I just say to my friends like, yeah, go see that. That was fun. You know what I mean? Uh, like even it felt weird even trying to give it notes because I'm just like, who the fuck am I to give it notes? It's, it's, it's fine. It's <laughs> the movie wanted alone. you to have it's a good time. Bear. You had a good time. Exactly. Uh, the end. This is the end yeah. of the transaction. Yeah, I F- had a, fuck I, off. Says Cocaine Bear. Exactly. Go home. You enjoyed it. Yeah. Go home. I Don't saw, talk I, about it. I, I I saw Cocaine Bear. I went to Trader Joe's. I had a great great evening. It was a good time. Uh, so uh, Robert, thank you so much for being here. Uh, why don't Why don't you make some noises at the end here of something you want to plug or say? Uh, same thing, same thing. Just uh, at the start of this, I plugged 1900hotdog.com, uh, the final comedy website on the internet, and our podcast, The Dog Zone 9000. And if you're listening to this and that comes as news to you, you didn't go the first time. So uh, this is your chance to correct a terrible mistake. Boom. Yeah, this is it. Your second chance. Do it. You only get one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll quickly uh, just say we have a Patreon. Gave Liam Unemployed does. That is patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Muller is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Future on Spielboys. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. You go to gamefullyunemployed.com to get our merch store. And, you know, or you can just listen to more of our podcasts. We have tons of podcasts. Too many. Uh, too many goddamn podcasts these days. Yeah, in general. Um <clears throat> But, you know, that's why I do so much cocaine. Cocaine bear! Yeah, got a cocaine I, stare, and it's not fair that you gotta face a bear on cocaine! That was beautiful. Oh. It's been in my head ever since I saw it. <laughs> <laughs>